Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Are We Consistently Sharing the Gospel? Honored to have my daughter Shelby with me today. Would you start us off in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to uh, get into your word. I pray that our hearts and our ears would be open to receive whatever you have for us. And Lord, we thank you for your word. We pray that it would not return void, but it would accomplish your purpose in our lives. And we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, Shelby and I are going to talk today about are we consistently sharing the gospel? You know, the Bible doesn't give us options on some things in our Christian walk, including witnessing to the lost. We are all called to share the gospel. So Shelby's going to start us out today in the first scripture. Matthew 4.19 in the Amplified Bible says, And he, Jesus, said to them, Follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teacher, and walking the same path of life that I walk, and I will make you fishers of men. And I really love this verse, just the beginning of it, it says, follow me. You know, all throughout the Bible in the Old and the New Testament, God asks us to chase after him with our whole hearts. You know, we don't just want to give half of ourselves to Jesus. We want to give him everything we've got. And Jesus, as he went throughout his life, all he did was he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed and were sick. And he he shared the gospel and he loved on people. So if Jesus did that and were truly his followers or his disciples, then we need to be doing that too. We need to be living out the path and the plan that Jesus has for our lives. Thank you, Shelby. And yeah, I like that last part, walking the same path of life that Jesus walked. And part of that is he makes us fishers of men. Now, Matthew 24, 14 in the Amplified says, Jesus said, this good news of the kingdom, the gospel, will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end of the age will come. So, folks, as you know, we're all called to preach this gospel throughout the whole world. And part of that, yes, is to give finances to missionaries that go to Haiti and Honduras and other places like that. But in the same token, we're all called to preach this gospel in our world, our circle of influence. And part of today's message, I was thinking about probably none of us could give ourselves a 100% score on witnessing to others, right? And if there is somebody, boy, I'd sure like to meet that person. But all of us can get better, right? So... You know, that's part of this message, not to beat us down that, hey, we're not doing enough, but hey, we can all continue to improve. So Shelby, your scripture. First Peter 3.15 in the Amplified Bible says, But in your hearts set Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your lives as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Again, this verse, just like some of the others that we've read, says that we need to give Jesus first place in our lives. He's, he's got to be number one, not number two, not number three. He, we need to give him first place. And we always have to be ready to share the gospel with others because we don't know who we're going to run into. And so and one way to be ready is that we have to constantly be reading our Bibles every day and feeding on the Word so that way we're built up spiritually. We need to make sure that we're in church and we're listening to the gospel and that we're learning and we're growing in our own faith. That way we're able to share 
the gospel with others. And again, the very end of that verse says, with gentleness and respect, we're to share the gospel in love. You know, we're not supposed to beat people over the heads or condemn them, but we're to be respectful and just love on people just like Jesus did. Amen. Now, 2 Timothy 1.8 in the Amplified. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or about me, his prisoner, but with thee take your share of suffering for the gospel. Continue to preach regardless of the circumstances in accordance with the power of God, for his power is invincible. So folks, we cannot be ashamed of the gospel. You know, a lot of times, we're, well, what would they think and so on? But God is very clear. We cannot be ashamed. We have to testify. And I like this part Paul says, to preach regardless of the circumstances. You know, many of us would probably admit we haven't had the life to deal with that Paul did. But we have to preach no matter what our circumstances are, wherever we are, is to share the gospel. Amen. That's good, Dad. And Matthew five sixteen in the Amplified Bible says, Jesus said, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So this just goes back to the verse that you just read about not being ashamed. We're supposed to let our light shine before others. We shouldn't be closet Christians that nobody knows that we love Jesus. We need to be sharing the gospel in the way that we live our lives by walking in love and and not being ashamed and willing to talk to people because the truth is that the world just continues to degrade and get worse and worse and there's lots of people out there that are without hope and we need to be able to give the reason for the hope that we have to others and and to be able to build them up and share the love of Jesus. Amen. Well, let's read Romans 1:16 in the amplified. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation from his wrath and punishment to everyone who believes in Christ as Savior, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So, folks, the gospel is for everyone. You know, in the beginning days, the disciples were a little confused. They thought it was just for the Jewish people. But we know now, of course, they didn't know what we know. But uh, it's for everyone, right? So, We can't look at people and say, boy, so-and-so is so bad off. They could never come to Jesus. But see, it's for everyone. And we can't be ashamed of the gospel. And I like that part. It's the power of God for salvation. There's power in the word of God. It's a living thing. And so anytime we bring the gospel in the situation, it changes people. And I liked what Shelby read earlier on the 1 Peter 3.15, too, to always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you. You know, sometimes we're like, I don't know enough to share. And we don't realize that many of the people we're talking to have very little understanding of the Bible. And they don't have the Holy Ghost inside like we do. You know, we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead in us when we share the gospel with others. So, Shelby, let's read now, if you would, Mark 16, 15, and 16. Verse 15 says, And he, Jesus, said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment, but he who has not believed will be condemned. Well, and everybody knows that's probably the most powerful verse we have. That's the Great Commission, right? We're all called to preach the gospel to the whole world. 
And, you know, that's that's our part. Then their part is if they believe, right? Sometimes we think, well, I didn't do it right because they didn't believe or whatever. But, see, that's their part, their choice. We all have free will. So I want to encourage everybody out there, don't be discouraged when people don't receive because we don't know what happens after that seed has been planted. And I want to finish up today with Matthew 9, 37 and 38 in the Amplified. Then he, Jesus, said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. 38, so pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. So two parts there. Number one, we need to be praying for the Lord to send people out. But then number two, we need to say, hey, pick me, raise our hand and say, Lord, I'm willing to be one of those. Right? Because when we're born again, we've got the power to do it. It's inside of us. We just have to choose to obey and say, Lord, give me the words to say if I get confused or whatever that uh, you'll help me, Lord, because he's always there. He'll never leave us or forsake us. So I just want to encourage everybody out there today that wherever you are, however you would rate yourself on, on witnessing to the lost. Maybe you say, I'm a 10, Greg. Well, okay, well, let's work on going to a 15 or a 20, right? Maybe you're a 30. Well, raise yourself up to a 40 or 45 or something or other. But see, if we all bring ourselves up, guess what? That's a lot more people they are going to be witness to out there for this harvest. See, the workers are still few in these end times. And so I want to encourage everybody out there today to make a conscious decision to be more consistent in their witnessing to the lost. Well, let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a merciful God. Father, bathe us with your precious blood of Jesus for those times we haven't maybe done the witnessing we should, Father. And we know your mercies are new every day, Father. You're here to encourage us, not to discourage us. So we thank you, Father, for the encouragement that will be more bold to share your gospel. And we choose to say yes to you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, so thankful to have you. Shelby, thank you for joining me again today. It's a blessing always to have you on the podcast. And folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus Jesus thought thought about you on the cross cross at Calvary. Calvary.